Gets open for three. Dagger! The kick in, here it comes. Swing and a miss! And a World Series Game 7 winning Curly W is in the books! Washington Capitals are the 2018 Stanley Cup champions! You like that? You like that? I like that. You gotta like that, right? My approval ratings keep going up. Sorry to keep you waiting, complicated business. Welcome into Defeating the Curse. My name is Joe on mic one. FP is on mic two. We might, we might see Stevie, we might see Razzle, and we might see Pete. And and I gotta say, Pete hasn't been on the show since we were doing Game of Thrones recap. So when he reached out today and said, Holy smokes, I just saw what you posted on Twitter. You gotta get me on the show. And by the way, I want to talk LeBron. I said, sure, let's do it. We haven't we haven't put together a show in a couple of weeks here, FP, and you know, this happens every year. We, you know, we come out of the Super Bowl and we're like, hey, we're gonna we're gonna create a ton of content during, you know, the offseason and all this stuff. And everybody just takes a deep breath and is like, we've been covering football like every like twice a week for half the year. Like we're tired. We got other things going on. You know, half the world is at war, like not to make light of it. There's other things happening. Like we got families, we got other responsibilities. You know, today, today, you know, it's the first like really, really nice weather day. I think the, I think the dial touched 80, if I'm not mistaken today. I think it was really mm-hmm. close yeah. to it if it didn't. So, you know, I, I got to be honest, I got excited. I got excited when uh, when the chat started to, to blow up a little bit and we, we, you know, there was some action on Twitter and, you know, everybody started talking about the curse, the curse. Could this be the end of the curse? You know, you're the one that initially shared that artifact in our little WhatsApp chat, and I posted it on the Twitter, and the internet ran with it. I think we got to start there. I mean, listen, not much has changed if you're Dan Snyder in the last, what, two and a half months since 2-2 came and went with the... No, you you tell them what the name is, and we we you know I don't want to live yeah. all that stuff. Commanders is the name, fine, <laughs> no problem. I shared my conspiracy theory, and frankly, I think it's picking up steam now. And I think for those that don't know, you know what I think is going to happen. I'll share that in a second. But FP, let's talk about that that smoking gun. I mean, that's the closest thing that we have or that we've seen, you know, ever really to show that Dan was legitimately, or I don't want to say Dan, that the the organization was legitimately padding their numbers, not profit sharing the way they're supposed to. And to me, it's either one of two things. Everybody's doing it and nobody cares, or this is a big freaking deal. If those are the only two options, where do you fall on this? I think both options are true, but Dan Snyder and the commanders are the only team in the NFL under House Oversight Committee scrutiny with multiple different hearings and allegations and rumors and everything swirling about them. So the microscope is on them, right? So all these people that are like, well, if you're going to look into Dan and all those emails and audit all their books, you should look into all the other owners. Dan's the only one dumb enough to get caught. Dan's the only one where there's Millions of emails with traffic showing all of the stupid decisions, the illegal decisions being made. I mean, if you looked at the artifact, all the CC names are, are they're blacked out, right? They're, they're redacted. So you don't even know if Dan was on those emails. My guess is yes, although according to Tanya, he doesn't have an email address. But it, it's 
this is, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if he's one hundred and one. I don't know if he would have been on the emails, the, right? Like, why? Why would the owner of the team be involved in ticket sales, or you know, I don't know. I don't know if he would legitimately be on it. I'm sure he would have known about email, it but on an email group. Oh yeah. Well then, then so that's the whole thing, right? So the House Oversight Committee is saying this guy Friedman testified, said there's two sets of books: one that the NFL and the auditors get, one that Snyder gets, and everything that the, all the padded numbers are, are dubbed juice, which I find hilarious. Right? The juice, <laughs> it, hilarious nickname. It's the sauce, baby. And it's just. It, it it makes perfect sense that Snyder would have like a true book and like a BS book and show everybody the BS book. If anything, just, just to save face and be like, no, 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 we're doing great. Or or I don't know. I don't know the reason behind it. But how do you think about it logically? How do you as an auditor or an investigator or anybody know what you're looking at is the whole picture or not? If there truly is a second book somewhere with all the real numbers how do you get you there's no way to get that unless you get it i mean you you need like a well, somebody has to like, give it to you somebody has to, no i mean even then yeah, like you can hide exactly. it you, you can hide it right and these exactly. emails somebody has to come forward and say shenanigans look here right or right. funny business look here something unsavory look over there and that's that's what's happened here now it hasn't caught traction i mean we we keep coming back to this every couple of months there's something that comes out and it's like, this is it. This could be the one that puts, you know, Dan out of, out of business, that the league is going to have to do something. But I do feel like this could be the one where 24 votes come out and say, we can't have this anymore. We can't. Like, the only way to remove Dan today is the the vote of the other owners. You need 24 votes to remove him. Right. Now, the Washingtons, whatever name they have, haven't been one of the more profitable teams in a long time. FedEx is well-documented to be a dump. We don't need to talk any more about it than that. Just leave it there. You know, once upon a time, when Dan purchased the team, I think it was the fourth or fifth most valuable entity. And it it might still be, but most of that, that value is tied up in a building that is decrepit and falling apart that just happens to be in a highly desirable area, being Metro DC, technically. The rebrand and your contract with TV rights. Sure, but but everyone has that. But you know the there's if there was ever going to be something that pisses off the other owners enough. Besides, I mean, think about how think about how bad it has to be, or how crazy the the whole thing has to be that there are sexual allegations against an organization, but that's not enough, right? And and honestly, I think the narrative will change here, and I think public narrative in particular. You know, the the blue check mark brigade, cancel culture, like they didn't take any of the allegations silently, but this is just more fuel to the fire because now you're talking about now it's the, you know, Anheuser-Busch dropped them. Why did they drop them? Mm-hmm. Like what 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 beer and enti- what company doesn't want to be affiliated with an NFL team? Does that make any sense? Yeah. Does that make any sense. sense at all? You know, like this, there's money. something there is something bigger or larger at play here and i think we're seeing little by little the veil come down and companies are distant none of this is new what's new is now that there is proof that they literally were padding the numbers and like you said there is now substantiated proof that there is at least shenanigans with two sets of ticket prices 
And frankly, if you go back, look at look at the Twitter thread, you know, and I didn't put much around context. I just put I posted an image of the document with the redactions. And I just put a comment saying if this could be it, like this could be the end of the DC curse, specifically Dan Snyder as the owner. If people pay attention to what's actually happening here, this is a big deal. I mean, FP, I, I don't see mm-hmm. how the NFL can just look the other way because now it's, it's a one team issue impacting the entirety of the league. And really, you know, I think Steve has maintained this. The owners won't take out one of their own because in, to some extent they're all guilty of to varying degrees of some of the For same sure. unsavory yes. nonsense. Okay. Whether it's, Kaepernick being, you know, uh, blackmailed or blackballed and to get to be kept out of the league, the sexual misconduct allegations like there's no perfect, clean, squeaky organization. It doesn't exist. But this is a big deal. And and their pocketbooks are impacted here. And it's by a team that is padding numbers to make money off of the limited sales that they have to begin with. Right. right. Like this isn't this isn't the Packers, you know, padding numbers on a sold out stadium forever. This is not that situation, right? I mean, it's, I mean, just look, look a couple, a couple years ago, you had the, was it uh, La Femina that came in and basically pulled that veil down and said, Hey, guess what? There's no wait list. If you want tickets, you can be a, you can be a a season ticket holder today. I'm happy you brought up his name because everybody was kind of shocked when he came in and six months later, he's fired and he was supposed to be like the, the guy that gets the business side corrected the guy that gets everything kind of churning out money doing everything correctly and for a while there nobody like nobody complained about la Famina from a fan standpoint from a media standpoint he he came in said what he was going to do but i think the problem was i think it was ruffling too many feathers on the inner circle and yeah it's dangerous to keep this yeah guy here. doesn't that doesn't that axed. doesn't that justify yeah. this even further like hey this guy came in called shenanigans again lifted the cur- lifted the Get rid of the, him quick yeah yeah like this guy came in here and within 6 months there's no demand for tickets or the 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 false narrative of there's a wait list or uh, mm-hmm. we'll get on the season ticket list is gone you can get tickets we got to increase prices right cuz now yeah. now we're now the few that we're selling like people aren't there's the demand is gone like the the allure of you know like and it's just like the whole thing when you take a step back and start looking at it more holistically there, there's definitely something here, man. Like this, there's like, there's a lot of smoke here. Like there's a fire somewhere. Well, there's a lot of smoke. On, we're not even hitting on the headline that came out last week where you have six attorney generals from different states sending the letter to the NFL after the Brian Flores thing, after the, the commanders thing, after all the stuff that's happening to the shield, you now have the judiciary branch of the government saying, hey, shenanigans we need to look at what's happening at the nfl so right now because of snyder essentially you have the legislative branch i mean you're you're a history buff you have the legislative branch and the judiciary branch kind of zeroing in on the nfl and the shield which has never happened before and you can truly get actual lawsuits you can truly get actual like requests for documentation all that stuff can now come and it's it's substantiated all, every day that goes by the request for information all that stuff is just becoming more and more substantiated yeah it's getting louder it's absolutely getting harder to hide well, yeah and and you know uh, my my personal theory on this like and i i've maintained this and i stand by it i i think 
I think Dan is going to be put in a position where he's going to be, he's going to be asked to move the team to London. I, I know. I mean, it sounds crazy. Everything sounds crazy, right? But once upon a time, changing the Redskins name sounded crazy. And then accepting right. the football team sounded crazy. And then watching this mass exodus of, you know, basically, you know, a-holes that were, you know, sexually assaulting women just leave the building with very little ramifications actually to them. Like there was no personal. Yeah, nothing happened. Nothing happened. They just got to. They to just, them. Exactly. That sounded crazy. And now, like, I know it sounds outlandish, but could, couldn't the owners come back and say, listen, you you can't continue to operate the team in DC. Like the you the fans don't want you. The city doesn't want you. The city's not going to grant you a new stadium in DC. You know Virginia might give you money, but like if you want to keep the team, you're going to move it. You need to move it to London. And DC basically gets I, I nothing agree with for a moving while. it. Not London. London would be a massive market. And I don't think they want to entrust well, that. To but Snyder. tell me, tell me what well, I can well, see. But, but hold on, Dan St. gets Louis to getting another team. Dan gets to go overseas and be the hero that moves a team to London. He'll be embraced by by the Brits for bringing football there. He gets he gets his new stadium. He'll play in Wembley, like the national stadium in London. Like it, it actually fixes all. And and from the owner's perspective, it changes the narrative. Like DC will forever hate him. You know this this point was made on local local radio here in DC. You know when when the Ravens came to town, right from from Cleveland, mm-hmm. like the owner at the time in Cleveland was already hated. The second Modell brought right. the team to Baltimore, uh, save your status immediately. Can't say can't say a negative word about him. Baltimore, you know, like all all of the bad was erased, and within a couple of years, Cleveland yeah, but got that a team was, back. That was bad based off football. Bad. That wasn't bad based on. I, I, Snyder bad. Oh, I okay. I I don't disagree, but it's, I, I don't think the Brits would care. I'm just saying is it's I the the. You, I'm just saying you you couldn't see you culture. couldn't see your boy Jerry Jones in a room and, and Bob Kraft saying, "Hey, listen, you're going to take one for all of us. Move this team to London. Stay in the NFC East. You know, it, it, it it's annoying for Dallas, but the other teams will be okay. Having an NFC East team in London makes the most sense because like New York is yes. a huge media market. The Brits will come to New York. To watch the their their team, the Commanders play. They'll go to Philly and Dallas. Like they'll go to Texas. Like it works. And frankly, the New Yorkers would go to. I mean, it's a six-hour flight. Like you can make it. You can make it work. That that's all I'm saying. It makes sense. And frankly, the 100%. stupid name fits better in London. And this is the whole premise. You know, like with a, I, with a Cockney accent somehow. I, li- listen, better. listen, James Bond, <laughs> like who's like the the unofficial hero slash mascot of the Brits. Okay, like Double O Seven. Right, he he's a commander in the Her Majesty's Secret Service. Like Dan, Dan, there's no way Dan thought of that three years ago. That like the, all of this fits <laughs> together now. But but if you were ever gonna have a team in London, Commanders is actually the perfect name for it. Like it, it actually the London Commanders yeah. is okay. It's way better than the DC Commanders, right? So you know, yes, yeah, DC takes it on the chin. But honestly. You know, find me a diehard fan that would say, I want to keep the team here with Dan attached to it versus uh, move it and I'll, we'll, take our, we'll take our shot as an expansion team in the future. Or maybe, maybe the Jags come to D.C. You know, like Florida's got too many teams anyway. Maybe, maybe you bring the Jaguars here and, you know, D.C. becomes an AFC team. Like, y- you can do it. I'm just saying, like, it's... Is it likely? I, I will say no, this. but you could I, do it. I think the entire fan base now... 
sure there's people that love the name sure there's still the diehards i think the entire fan base from right now is kind of so disconnected from this team from their own memories that if there's ever a time to do this change up now is the time yeah i mean because it could even be temporary right to, it could even be it's temporary the easiest pill to swallow right now why, why couldn't the nfl announce that after the 2026 season when the fedex lease is up because there's new there's no new state like realistically FP, if they're going to move the team to the Virginia or to Maryland or whatever, it, the only option that affords them enough time to continue to play here locally would be to retrofit FedEx. Like, that's it. Yeah. Like, if you were going to build a stadium in D.C., it, it would have had to have started by now. If you were going to build something in Virginia, yes. it would have had to have started by now. Like, you can't do it at this junction and, and be ready for the 2026 or 2027 season. So, why couldn't the league come out and say... After the 2026 season, the, the the Washington Commanders are going to be playing in London for the next five years. You know, just n- not forever, but they're going to be the London Commanders for the fi- for five years until Dan figures out a, a stadium deal in D.C. Could that not happen? Or you add a 33rd team? You could, but I, I think they have... I don't think they would want to disturb the balance that they have around the league. I think you yeah. look around and you say, hey, Jacksonville... You know, do they really need a team? Like you've already got Tampa, you've already got Miami. Like, do you do you need yeah, another team? True. Eh, maybe not. You know, maybe not. You know, like Cincinnati obviously had this great run. They're not going to move. You know, but could you move another team potentially? Is there another team with with you know? Could could you move Arizona? I mean, you I mean, could, yeah. right? You could. Yeah, I mean, you could. There's a couple markets where the, it's it's weaker. I mean, nothing would be better. I mean, even than the Titans. Look, look the at the Titans stays. or the Panthers. Look at the Titans yeah. and the Panthers. Like the Titans, less less probably, but you could definitely move the Panthers to DC, right? Or move them to Richmond I mean, and cover the, both Ron markets. Rivers, Ron Rivera's been trying to do the all free. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we'll get to Rivera here in a second, but I mean, I'm just saying, if the league was looking for creative options that keep Dan at the helm, but but you know, punish him in air quotes. Yeah, like this is a way to do it where seemingly everybody wins except and even the fans in DC honestly win as well. Like we like the the question keeps getting put up as a poll like every couple of days. Would you take a Super Bowl like do you want would you would you accept a Super Bowl victory if if like if Dan is attached to it? Like is Dan the first person that gets to touch the trophy? Like do we really can can we can we can we do that? Like if they, if by some miracle they, they bring home a Super Bowl championship, I mean, who's going to cheer for Dan to, to be the guy that touches that trophy and hands it to whoever? Like, the optics are so bad. They're so bad. Like, he is so he's, he's hated. He's so awkward. He's so awkward behind the camera. Like, I, I, I would cringe. I'm just cringing thinking about it. But that's what I'm saying. Like, you've got, you've got to separate this guy from the city at this point. You just have to. It's, it's, there's no two ways about it. Like he, he will so never what you're have saying the support. Is the team here. goes to London and and we as DC residents just sit here without a team. We're loyal to nothing for five years. Or they, I mean, they can. We're they just can, loyal to red zone, to football. Well, I mean, they were going to move the Jacksonville Jaguars to London. We're just we're just sending a different owner. We're sending a different team. Just shuffle it around a different way. Right, but then, so you're you're saying a two part move. You're saying. Commanders to London, Jaguars to us. But what if it's just Commanders to London and we're just stuck? Honestly, I, I like right here as we sit here in the middle of April, twenty twenty two. I think I'd be okay. 
I'd watch the team from afar the way I do now. I mean, I wouldn't like, I, I mean, but I wouldn't have to constantly, like our lives wouldn't revolve around Dan and, and allegations of misconduct and stealing tickets. Like, yeah, I don't want to do any of that, man. To, like, I just, like we're, just we're so far gone. removed from the, the team. NFL not, needs him gone. Okay. But London and all that, the NFL just needs him gone. But if I other, mean, just, if other owners are guilty of the same thing that he's doing to a lesser degree, they're not going to like Dan. I don't believe the league owners would vote him out because I think he's been around too long and there's just like we saw with Gruden there's emails from everybody it, talking it, about everything I mean, he's listen, got too much it, dirt it on it everybody all comes, it all comes down to optics and politics right so if you calm everyone down by serving Dan up on a, a dish and you're like here he is our sacrificial lamb go ahead destroy him he's gone he's out of the league if you do that one move and then let's say after elections, when the the right takes over instead of the left, which everyone's anticipating, all of a sudden the House Oversight Committee is not going to care anymore. All of a sudden the judiciary branch isn't going to care as much anymore because that, that's just kind of what they're they're sitting there complaining about. They're saying, why is the House Oversight Committee doing this in the first place? There's so much other stuff to be looking at, which is a justified battle cry for the right. But if you have one sacrificial lamb in Snyder, all the fans, the media, the checkmark brigade, everybody swallows that, and then politics play, and then the right is in charge, that to the NFL's bottom line, to their point of view, is like, hey, we lose nothing. Owners are safe. The shield is safe. Yeah. Everybody's safe mm -hmm. if, that, if that's the course that plays out. And for the longevity of the NFL – I think that's what they want for the the marketing for the FCC rights and regulations and all the kickbacks that they get. I think they all want that to play out more. Yeah, I, to go I don't, back to the smoking gun of being this. What this is the negative? Be, like, what is the actual negative here? Like, DC as a fan base is diminished. You and I know, like, we all acknowledge this and know this, right? Anyone that's affiliated with this show will we'll say the same thing. Like, our fandom has been negatively impacted by Snyder and this ownership group and the constant missteps, whether it's front office, admin, you know, or admin, administrative staff, whatever. Like, there's been so many missteps, FP. So, yeah, like, just, nobody cares about the team anymore. Right. It's, it it it's, used to be appointment television, and now it's not, right? So the, the fan base is dwindling, right? And, and it was even present in the commanders when the rebranding and we're going to send all these starter jackets everywhere, like I didn't get one. Did you get one? Like did the the, the no. fan did the the fans uh, you know get we got I mean some fans got some stuff right but they, they went on this whole thing they sent all the talking heads on TV jackets like do you, do you think that's gonna change like like what world <laughs> do you live in where sending you know Stephen A Smith a, a starter jacket a commander starter jacket is gonna is gonna buy you like favor or or good media like it doesn't work that way you know and and this whole idea of we're rebranding as a global brand and citing. You know the soccer, the super soccer teams, whether it's Madrid or Barcelona or, or whatever. Like these are international brands. Yeah, no, no shit. They're international brands because they one they <laughs> win, right? And they're full of international yes. players. Like there's, it just it screams of somebody who's like under twenty one years old writing talking points. Like it just like there's no there's no there's no connection to what they're saying. Like this global just, brand. Can we it's just nonsense. talk about how how hilarious it is that. Washington Post in particular has essentially 
a stockpile full of articles that they can just drop at a moment's notice. Yeah. And they wait for every time the commanders have headline news. So today you have Jason Wright, Ron Rivera, Julie Donaldson. They're all on big 100. They're like, hey, we dropped ESPN 980 and 1067. We now belong to iHeartRadio. That's a huge thing to the smaller market that we, I mean, to like the, the media and yeah. to the fan base. That's it's a huge thing, right? Like you get HD radio quality games streamed every week instead of turning on the AM dial. And Washington Post is like, ah, hold on. You're here's. But, oh, by the way. To, yeah. Oh, by the way. Oh, by the way. You've been stealing yeah. from the other, from the rest of the league. Oh, by the way. <laughs> It's it's just it's it's an, it's we're in an amazing cycle. It'll never end. And to put a bow on this entire Snyder conversation, because there's more stuff to discuss, he'll call it an accounting issue. Friedman will probably get fired and maybe, you know, Epstein or something. I don't know. And then we'll we'll move on. <laughs> Snyder will be Listen, man, don't don't wish death upon anybody. I don't want anybody to die over this, man. But like, yeah, I mean, he, I'm not wishing it. I'm just saying. Yeah. Okay. I mean. Yeah, look, frankly, I mean, the, the team was in the news over the weekend, too. I mean, I think I think we, we need to pause here for at least a moment and talk about, yeah. uh, you know, uh, rest in peace, Dwayne Haskins. Like, it's just a it's a terrible story. I mean, honestly, like, you know, I don't I mean, I feel like we need to talk about the Schefter thing, too. I mean, he was just all kinds of wrong, but he apologized. And, and like it was a it was a douchey move and he apologized. And I think everyone needs to move on from it. You know, but, you know, we're talking about a 24 year old that, you know, lost his life, yeah. you know, like it just sucks, man. Like, and like we, we got to interact with him a little bit, you know, behind the scenes here. Like we never interviewed him, but we got to be around him a little bit. He was just mm-hmm. a really, really happy dude. And, you know, it seemed like he was always smiling, always yeah. smiling and really focused on trying to improve. Yeah. He did some, he did some funny things. He's a 20 year old kid, you know, but I mean, twenty four FP. If if the if the cameras are always on me, I'd be a hundred times worse than that. Yeah, I mean, if we were in that spot, you, you wouldn't go take selfies with, 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 a with mil? fans. Yeah. yeah, of course you would. You would do. You would do almost everything. Yeah. Maybe maybe no even doubt. worse. You know, but way uh, worse. You know, you the, that story when it broke on Saturday morning was just like my my. I would. I mean, it was gut wrenching. I, I couldn't believe it. Like honestly, you know, it it took me back to kind of the same emotion as Deshaun Taylor passing because it was just. So sudden, so freakish, so yeah. out of the blue. I mean, look, Dwayne's not part. He wasn't part of the team anymore. He went to the Steelers. And I mean, almost every week when when like the Steelers would come up, I would always text like like LP, but like, I kind of want to see Haskins on the field. I want to see what he can do. I kind of want to see how like a stable franchise. Did he have it? Pull yeah. the talent out of Did him. he actually have it? That's and, right. And yeah, and and I truly believe he he could. I mean, his arm was insane, right? Like he had a rocket. We were all bullish on him when he got drafted. Nobody was like, "Oh, this was a terrible move." Nobody thought that. Even if you think if if you say you said that, you didn't. You're lying to everybody. We were all excited. It, there was there was yeah, potential there. And it, it's just it's so it it sucks. Like it it just sucks. And and it's almost like when you bring up like the curse, you're. Like if he was still on this team and that happened, it, it would make more sense. But it's almost like he left the team. He went to where this stuff doesn't happen. Like yeah. this isn't a Pittsburgh Steelers type of story, and it just no, kind of I mean, it blows was, your mind. It, it's just bad all around. I mean, twenty four years old. I, I don't know. Uh, I mean, honestly, I I hope that the media doesn't report any further on it. Like it was an accident. He, you leave it. He, yeah. like, 
you just leave it there, right? Like I, I don't know, I don't want to know why or who or what they were doing. I, I don't want to know anything further than what I know, which is, you know, when we're when we all go through driver's ed, like if your car breaks on the highway, you don't get out of the car. Like this is well, like, and that that's that's the crazy. Like he was twenty, he hadn't been even been driving for ten years. Like that's how young he was. Yeah, it's insane. But he's also just got married and family. Like like I said, I I don't yeah. want any more details to come out. Like. I don't. I don't want to no, hear about just anything. give the family like, their peace and condolences. And yeah, the, yeah, I, it sucks. I mean, for us, like honestly, as fans who didn't know him beyond the little interaction we had with him, uh, it's sad to say, but like you know, life resumes. You know, and and he'll be, you know, he'll he'll be remembered. And yes, he was drafted by the team. Like you know, there'll be things that remind us of him. But for his wife and right. his and his family and like uh, like this is a hole that doesn't get filled ever. You know, yeah. and then, uh, yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't need to hear anything further about who, what, when, why it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Like his life even, and, and again, like Shefty's comments were not appropriate it is, this is a larger than football. Like it's, it sucks. It's just mm-hmm. all around just yeah. bad. But, um, you know, but, but I mean, the, like I said, the commanders, I mean, they're, you know, this, they were brought up over the weekend, you know, like it, because with their connection, obviously with Haskins and, you know, and, and like, I don't know, I, I don't know FP like it, I just feel like all of a sudden there's a lot of things happening here. I know Stevie, Stevie and Matt are actually going to, I think they're going to be recording tomorrow, if I'm not mistaken, or later this week, they're going to be doing like a, a full, like a Nats season preview thing. They got a couple of things in the works, you know, but even, mm-hmm. even there, like there was some rumors about potential Snyder once upon a time, making a bid to the learners trying to sneak into the Nats ownership group. You know, and then that was quickly debunked. And the, today, you know, Stevie was sharing some stuff internally with us about uh, basically underscoring what was, again, it was on local media this morning that Ted Leonsis has been in, there's been some conversations about potentially yep. an ownership stake, uh, majority ownership stake in the Nationals. Like these are, these are Which big I think would be things. fantastic for him. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's done really well with hockey, you know, and, and, you know, basketball, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see, we'll see. We're not, not doing yeah, great. I, I mean, the, the basketball is, is hard because the players have essentially, they have all the power. They have all it, the power. They have all the power. So like contracts on hockey, I yeah. mean, you know, that, that's an interesting point. Like contracts in the NBA mean the least out of any of the sports. Yes. Like in, in, mm-hmm. in basketball, in the NBA, you can, with a no trade clause or even without it, you can just say, I'm not playing anymore and just sit. Or I just, I don't yeah. feel it. You don't even have an injury. I just, I'm not going to play. Right? Like I, I love John Wall. There's no reason why he's, he shouldn't be playing at all. Yeah. Right. I mean, he's getting I mean, paid I his full freight. Why just he's not playing, but yeah. But he's getting paid to, to sit. He's getting paid to sit. You know, so also, like. insider alert. John Wall is in DC right now. Intent, wink, wink. You can't. I mean, I, I saw the trade rumor. You, you can't, you can't <laughs> trade for him. But if he's cut, you can definitely sign him for sure. Bring I'm him just home. saying, bring like, him home. Bring him home. The team bring can't be home. worse. The I, team I can't be worse with him. There's no way. There's no way. No. Yeah. What do you lose? Nothing. Nothing. I, I know, don't. Honestly, the fan base probably. You need it for the fan multiplies base. Multiplies exponentially. Yeah. If you get me, John Wall. In a cherry blossom City Connect Wizards uniform. No, you're all about the on unis. Court. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. Oh, dude. I mean the the National City Connect is way better no, but than I, the Wizards. I, one. I would Wiz- I would go Wizards see a Wiz like game. I'd go see a Wiz game yeah, that that's 100%. got Kuzma and Beal and Wall and uh, 
Kristapis uh, all on the court together? Team. Sure. Ah, oh, well. Yeah. Listen, it, once it they put on the Wiz uniform, team. like any any threat of success goes away. So let, let's let's not let's not pretend and fool ourselves. But it would make the product more watchable. It make it more interesting. If It'll make else. Our, our our shows would be better if we get to complain about John Wall and Beal not playing defense. E, that's today. Yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah. Why not? Why not? I mean. I mean, if they can get him for nothing, if they can, if they can sign him as a free agent, I, I yeah, I, I'd pitch in ten bucks. Let, let's bring him back in. Yeah. Let's get all the fans let's to pitch in a little bit Venmo, you know, at Teddy Leonsis or whatever, and let's get it done. Let's get it done. Let's bring him here. But, 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 but Teddy being linked to the baseball team, Stevie said it best. If that is true and it happens, Soto gets signed. He's going to sign the biggest deal ever for the rest of his life. He's a nat for life. Like, there's no right. way. And and I mean and. Teddy's, Teddy's gonna have to, so he'll he'll get the OV treatment. Well, and he's gonna have to protect his investment if he's gonna pony up however many sure. hundreds of millions of dollars or whatever to buy a, a stake in the team. There's there's no way he can let the best player, arguably in all of baseball, leave. Like he he needs him here to yeah. get that money back to make a return on mm-hmm. his investment. There's no way. Like they'd sign him to five fifty for ten or or whatever whatever crazy deal six hundred for for nine whatever crazy Base, number baseball money is so stupid yeah I just, I mean, I'll never understand baseball money yeah I mean contracts in baseball are I mean they're untouchable and contracts in the NBA mean nothing you know yes and in the NFL is closer and, I guess and to hockey is such a poor man's sport that they're just happy like, hockey players just happy. are getting like what kickers are getting in the NFL Speaking of kickers, your your boy Joey Sly got signed. I don't know how you feel yeah, about that. And and I, it's something. We, Carson Wentz, nothing. Joey Sly. That's been the Commanders' free agency. Well, and there's a lot you, of holes to fill. E, let's talk you about lose DeAndre Carter. So did you see? I, did it you makes see no the, sense. Did you see the, the the little post about you know all the teams that were interested in uh, and and pursuing Carson Wentz at the time that the Commanders signed him? Did you, you see this? the giant nothing nugget that that was? zero teams had inquired about Carson Wentz? Zippy, yeah. no, not a single team had made a call. So all of this again, like this is where for me, Ron Rivera, he doesn't have it, man. Like he doesn't, he doesn't have that thing to be a GM. He went on local radio and on his show and said, you know, we couldn't lose Carson to another team. We had to make it happen. You know, we, we, we made a strong offer to make sure we could lock him up. Why? There was no competition. <laughs> it, uh, look, the to, way, to the way I read it, like, defend him. hold on, but, but did the Colts have any reason? Did, did the Colts have any desire to move him at all? Or did Washington call and be like, we'll give you all of this? And they said, yeah, sure, okay. Colts, Colts were probably going to cut him. Well, that's even a Which that's a bigger problem. More. Yeah, that's an even bigger problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I mean, in in Rivera's defense, if you're one of the other 31 teams, are you going to come out after the backlash of us taking once and be like, "Oh man, we wanted him"? No, nobody's going to say that. I will okay. say this is yeah. a question I post to LP. This is a question I post to LP. Maybe like every two days. Every knowing two days, what we know about knowing what we know about the Baker Mayfield situation and how. The Cleveland Cav- or the Cleveland Browns have no, like no moves to make. They're just stuck with Baker Mayfield and nobody wanting him and money that he's owed. Would you yes. take Baker over Wentz? You I would. I would. 
I, I would. would not. I would take Wentz because you need a you need a well. I mean, Wentz. Uh, that's kind of Baker tough, has done nothing with way more than Wentz has ever had. Baker has done nothing with way more. Wait, Baker has done nothing with yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Landry. I mean, you OBJ. got Hunt and Chubb. Okay. You, you okay, got Landry okay. OBJ. You got Miles Garrett and a solid defense. What you're is right. he done? No, you're, made, right. you're right. You're right. I changed my, I've changed my position. Less. Yeah, you've. I've changed. Yeah. I've changed my position. I would. I would take Wentz as well. Yeah. Wentz has never had again, the caliber of potential receivers. Try to think of that early Philly team. I mean, they, they no, were they, nothing really. Alshon Jeffrey. Didn't they win, didn't <laughs> really they win the Super Bowl? They did, but because so. of him, but not because of him. Who are the receivers on that Eagles Regular team? season. I gotta go back and look it up. I mean, the Eagles haven't had a real receiver since like T.O. Um, no, I mean, they, they, they must have had somebody on that team. <laughs> I don't know. I'll go back and look. I'll go back and look. But but yeah, I would rather have Wentz. Like just thinking about it and thinking through it. He's also going to be the face of your franchise. You you have to, you're rebranding as the commanders. Like you, you need somebody that is like safe, that, that can do the, you know, kiss the babies and wave to the crowd and, like you, yeah, you need I just, that. You I need, need that. I'm I need other pieces. I need I'm not saying go be the Rams where they get every free agent known to mankind and I don't know how they're affording Bobby Wagner and there's reports of Honey Badger and they got everybody else under the sun and somehow they have an unlimited cap. But get me something. Do one kind of free agent move before training camp. Or at the very least Who do you want them to go sign? Go ahead and extend Terry. I don't care. Just do something that's not Carson <laughs> Wentz and kicker. I don't re-sign care. Just Terry. do something. Just go sign re-sign somebody. Re-sign Terry. Why are you not re-signing Terry right now? Tell me. What are we waiting uh, on? I mean, maybe, what, maybe. Are you waiting for DK Metcalf to get a, a monster deal and then all of a sudden Terry's owed more? <laughs> Is Terry worth number one money? Yes. Is he? Is he a top 10 receiver in the league? Yes. He know. has done so much with nothing. He jumps a lot. Heineke. 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 A thousand maybe, yards. Maybe they want to see. Maybe they want to see healthy receiver. what he can actually do. Like maybe maybe they're not yeah, convinced. And then you know what? And then you get sucked into a Brandon Sheriff Kirk Cousins situation all over again. Yeah, you're right. We can't afford him and he's gone. So just you're saying you do it, you now. do it just for the value for the value proposition. You do it now. And if if it doesn't work, it just will cut never. It. it would never be cheaper to wait. It that will never be cheaper to wait. So just yeah. knock it why out. Why would Terry the accept fan base it now? Something to chew on. If you were Terry, why would you accept that? I mean, you're giving him big money. Who says no to big money? I mean, players that want to win. You can't win here. This team isn't constructed to yeah, win I now mean, or next year. All right. If if you look at it, Terry, right? You are one of the first people. To don a commander's uniform, we've clearly made it obvious that you are one of the faces of the franchise. We brought you the quest, the best quarterback you've ever had on this team. The NFC Ugh. East has gotten significantly easier. Okay, there's reasons to stay. They're not great reasons. They're not the Rams' reasons. They're not. Hey, we just won a Super Bowl. We have Matthew Stafford. We live in LA, and our coach is a genius. <laughs> it's not that stuff, but. Not that many people get to say that. Do you not, think not that many teams get to compete with like the the head the marquee teams with 
why to come. Do you think this why is Ron's stay? last year? Yes. Do you throw if out you year one? I, I, this is where I'm torn on him. Do you throw out year one with the name change controversy, the Corona, the blah, 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 even though they made the playoffs? Like, I feel like people, some people would say you've got to keep it, like, it should be counted because they made the playoffs, even though losing record. I feel like I throw it out either way. I don't even look at it because it was such an anomaly of a season. Like, new team, new city, no name, no fans, Corona everywhere. I feel like you have to throw away the first season, which basically means you're looking at just the last two. So making this his third season, I think if you if you if you don't make the playoffs this year, I think you're done. I think he has to be done. I I'll I'll put it this way. If you're looking at just last year, there was a lot of head scratching decisions made by Ron that cost you games that could have made life easier. Yes. Right. So there's a lot of also head scratching weird, moves. Weird personnel not made moves. By Ron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's, there's just random outside random of FBI raiders every Sunday. Yeah, yeah. It's just there's been so much not happening under the Ron regime. Just too many Carolina players. It's too much. It's too much. Okay. okay. Yeah. There's no control in place. No one can be like, hey, Ron, maybe that's one or three or five too many players. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, and then you have like, like the draft is in what, two weeks, right? We're probably going to go get like Olave, another Ohio State receiver. Great. I love it. But like you have, you already have three receivers that run sub four, four. Do you need a fourth? Is there not a more important position? I want Olave. I love it. But give me some kind of interesting move. Give me a trade back. Give me something that brings. I don't think he has it. In just show me. Show me that you have football knowledge. I think we saw. I saw. We judge. I think we saw the extent character. of Rivera's wheeling and dealing with the Carson deal. I think they got. They 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 tried to. Su- I mean, listen. That's the best you get from Ron. The whole the, one the whole charade of we're talking to every team about their QB availability. That's stupid. That's stupid. And even if you're going to do it, do it quietly. Don't come out in the media and say we 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 called to inquire about about Mahomes and about this person and about that person. This is nonsense. That that like I can't take that person seriously. Like why why would you call Kansas City or? Whoever, why would you why would you call Buffalo about the availability of Josh Allen? Like, why would you do that? You look like a joke. That's foolishness. I mean, you know, it, it just is. Thirsty. I don't know. It, well, whatever, whatever. But then you know you're in the Russell Wilson sweepstakes for like two seconds, but you never really were involved. And and they will pretend like it was, you know, Seattle not wanting to trade him in the in the NFC. But there's no way he would want to come here. Just like Aaron Rodgers would never want to come here. Tom Brady's never going to come here. Like, there's nothing to come here for. Although Tom Brady going to Miami has been really, it's really interesting to read those stories. So he was going to fake retire, get offered ownership, high level, and then be a quarterback and try to lure in Sean Payton. Is that what I'm understanding? Yes, he was going to, he was going to become a minority owner (laughs) and then sign himself to play quarterback. And sign a coach. Sean Payton was what I heard. Yeah, but That's why? But, but but Miami in particular, very fascinating, right? Obviously, division. What's rivals. more amazing is 
essentially Bill Belichick is the one that blew every league up. <laughs> well, BB sending the text. To, well, to BB, BB also exactly. Yes, you messed <laughs> everything up. Yeah, exactly. BB not te- texting the wrong the wrong Brian caused some problems. <laughs> yes, but Flores, I think where where he landed in uh, was it Pittsburgh? I think he landed in Pittsburgh. Yep, Pittsburgh. Uh, assistant. Assistant to the assistant head coach or something like that. Like it's a yeah, he's, honorary he's something. He's shooting it. Yeah. I mean, but he, I mean, he deserves he deserves another head head post personally. He does. I mean, whatever. It's not my honestly. Problem. If you get rid of Ron, I would yeah. Let's go bring him in. Flores. Yeah. Yeah. Why yeah. not? Why not? Yeah. I, I don't know. Like I said, DC happenings all around. Um, Leonsis obviously being connected with the Nats. We'll let the boys talk about the baseball stuff. I mean, there's a lot going on there, but. You know, you're here. I got to pick your brain about the caps here. Caps look like it. a little bit streaky. They look like they're going to make a little bit of they're, a run. They're, they're on a good streak, right? So they're the the number here, two wild card. Here is my right here, now. here is my drive-by analysis of the caps. They remind me of like the old guys in the gym. At like a like a like a health like a sport club like a like a lifetime fitness or you know mm-hmm. one life or like whatever a gym gym like a golds yeah like they're the they're the squad of like five older guys that are muscling their way through pickup basketball games but winning <laughs> they're not losing but you can tell it's More taking a toll less, like yeah. they're just kind of there's a lot of muscle memory there's a lot of gamesmanship there's a lot of you know veteran IQ type play right now to make up for diminished skill. That's what I see when I watch the Caps. We'll put it this way, right? And this is kind of the story that happens every postseason with some other veteran team, regardless of the sport. They had two big embarrassing losses against the Hurricanes and the Wild. Super embarrassing, blow up the team bad. The veterans have the, the 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 players only meeting that you hear about once a year from whatever sport on whatever team whatever, and they that's the one where they tell the strippers to come. Down. Yes, that's or, the book or club. If you're the Vikings, you have it on a boat. Yeah, yeah, yeah I got I it. Mean, okay, okay. Players only meeting. Players only. Got it. But essentially, it it, it worked, right? So the veterans did what the veterans needed to do. They kind of cleaned up their game, and they're like, "We won't make it far in the playoffs." If we don't figure it out now, we can't flip the switch game two of, of wild card round one. We need to flip the switch now. And they essentially did that. They beat the Tampa Bay Lightning. They beat the pin, the, the P- Pittsburgh Penguins, and they beat yeah. the Boston Bruins. Three Eastern Conference teams right ahead of them in the standings. And they did what they needed to do. And they still have a good. I mean, they're they were thrashing the Flyers when we started this 5-1. They're, they're doing what they need to do to get the wins. And the goal at hand is not to face the Florida Panthers, the one seed on the East, right away. That's your ultimate goal. They're doing what they have to do. They're playing great hockey right now. Oshie came back. Power play looks great. The the score differential has increased. Ovi's a monster. He's still having like an insane season. Like he hit his 40-point goals. I mean, or 40-goal season, whatever. Yeah. The, the team's great. The team is great. The goalie, the goalkeeping is the the big if, and I mean, that's the that's the biggest concern. And if you look back to the Stanley Cup run, before Holtby and before that playoff run started, 
Holtby was shaky. We switched to Grubauer. Grubauer started the first two games. Then we went to Holtby and history was made. We're kind of on that path right now. So it'll be fun. Look, it's the best time the of the year. Guys... You have NBA playoffs, Caps playoffs. It's great. Yeah. I mean, is John Carlson getting enough credit right now for his play? He he had some great games. I think he had like a four point game like three yeah. games ago or something. I think he was the... he's he's doing fantastic. I think he was a player of the week. I think last week, wasn't he? Yeah. Wasn't he one of the three stars of the week? Yeah. Yeah, again, I want to say it was against the Lightning. He had a four-point game, two goals in the power play, something crazy like that. I mean, and that's that's kind of what you're seeing is like all these veteran players, even your defensemen, they're they're playing up ice. They're playing better. They're playing more aggressive. They're essentially doing what Laviolette has wanted them to do this whole time, and they're just – they cleaned it up. A, a lot of the passing and everything has gotten cleaned up. Your, your only question mark is goalkeeping, and even that has kind of gotten cleaned up. It's it's very exciting because the Caps are the only team, the only team in D.C. that are like playoff time, checkmark. The, the Caps will be there, and then they they have the, the personnel to, at any given moment, go deep. How do you feel about the sucker punch against the Pens? Oh, man. Crosby's a, a giant B. <laughs> he, I mean, he sh- he should be suspended five games, but that won't. If Tom Wilson did that, he'd be, Tom he'd be banned for life. Five games, he'd be banned easily. for life easily. Yeah, yeah. But Crosby, Crosby, every time he does something, they're like, uh, "There's no previous record." It's because every time he does something, they there's, there's, there's nothing. No previous record. Yeah, exactly. never charge him. yeah, there's yeah, there's no history because you haven't allowed yeah. there to be history. You've scrubbed <laughs> it. Yeah, exactly. Yes, correct, correct. Yeah, listen, I agree with you. Like the like this part of the hockey season is super interesting. Obviously, the Wizards stink. The NBA at, at like overall kind of stinks. Also, at the moment, um, you know, we didn't get PD in here. We'll we'll try to sneak him in here maybe by the end of the week or so. But you know, I, I, we probably need an entire show dedicated to LeBron. Just LeBron and this constant, the 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 same. I mean, the tired soundbite of he's he the greatest ever. Blah blah blah. No, he can't be the no. greatest ever. When he sits out games at the end of the season, when the playoffs are on the line for a fake injury, when he's at risk of missing the playoffs, playing with four other almost Hall of Famers, that's not okay. Can't 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 have it. Can't have it. So, yeah, I mean, we got to get LP on that one. I want to get Pete on that one as well because. You know, there was a there was a great. Uh, I think I saw it. It was, a, it was online somewhere or earlier today. Like young LeBron, it took four NBA All Stars to stop, like four four Hall of Famers in the Celtics, right? To get past mm-hmm. young LeBron, and young and old LeBron won't even suit up for a team that's loaded with talent on paper that's going to miss the playoffs. It's shocking. I'm. And he torpedoed the, the Lakers, joy, and he's going to sign the with the joy Cleveland that I Cavaliers. Had, the joy that I had that the Lakers missed the playoffs, it was just. But he'll claim. But he'll claim that that one championship meant everything, right? Than the, the Kobe year. It was a bubble championship. Yeah, I, I mean, personally, I, I think that deserves the biggest asterisk of all. Personally. Yeah, it meant nothing. Oh, I mean, it didn't mean nothing, but it's not the same. Um, it, it's not it, the same. I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna go back to Cleveland. I really do. I think he's gonna go back there and try to 
you know, he'll, he'll ruin that team for even though they, they've got son. some. Well, who knows, man? I mean, he's what? How many seasons now? Is this is his nineteenth? I think or eighteenth? I mean, he 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 he's old. He's old head. Yeah, I mean, his sure. body of work speaks for itself. I mean, he's amazing. Like he he should be in the, every conversation. When I mean Hall of Fame, yes, one hundred percent. You know, amongst the greatest ever, yes. You want to do top ten? Sure. You, top five, probably. You know, like, have you been watching Winning Time on HBO? Uh, I started it, but the, no, I, I got show? I got sucked into 1883 really hard. Like 1883 is really? like. Did you did you have you checked it out yet? No, it's the I was precursor. watching Super Pumped before the the show about Uber. Uh huh. That's a good show too. Did you watch Just the the Tinder Swindler? Yes, that's a documentary that everyone should check out. It's fascinating, also. But uh, no, I mean, I got I got I got so, I fell really hard into the 1883 thing. Like the the that's the precursor. When, when you watch uh, when you watch Winning Time, where it's supposed to be called Showtime, but HBO is not going to have a show called that. Uh, when you watch like Kareem and Magic and like that, is that, that why they rebranded 80s, it? Yeah. Because really? the book was called Showtime, and HBO's like, we're not making a show called Showtime. So it's oh. called Winning Time. Okay. Yeah. But when you watch Magic and Kareem and, and that early 80s Lakers dynasty, and then you see bitch LeBron sitting on the bench, it's it's com- like he... You don't like, have to go back to, you don't have to LeBron, go back to the Showtime Lakers. You can just go back half a generation to the to the bad Kobe Lakers. Kobe played five years ago. Kobe played seventy. Not even half a generation. He played seventy-eight games for a nineteen-win team. Yeah, you know, like he took a page out I of just, the the Michael Jordan book. Like, if you paid to see me play, I'm gonna play. Yes, yes. LeBron goes out of his LeBron, way. LeBron just not to play. Everybody hated the Lakers for a different reason than they currently hate the Lakers, and LeBron is that pivot right there but what's consistently been the story for lebron the, the is the trail of tears he leaves in every city when he moves right the initial cleveland mm-hmm. team that he bolt he left for miami that team was bloated with salary antoine jameson and shaquille o'neal and whoever yeah. and zadrunas Ilgout, like they were uh anderson uh was it anderson verjao i think like they had so much crazy overpaid players on that team and then he bolted to miami Miami ended up with a, a, just a ton of overpaid players when he went back to Cleveland. And then Cleveland ended up yeah. back in the in the lottery back-to-back-to-back years when he went to L.A. And now L.A. is way over the cap. They've, they've traded all their young players away. Julius Randle is gone. Uh, you know, Caldwell Pope is here in D.C. Kuzma's here in D.C. Like, every, everyone's, yeah. everyone's out. D'Angelo's gone. So they'll be left with nothing. And he'll go back now. Yeah. To, like and it, whoever yeah, signs him next has to understand. Fired via tweet. Yeah, thanks, Coach. No, <laughs> with a picture from two years ago. Yeah, but seriously, like if you're if you're an NBA executive, like, do you want LeBron coming to town, knowing that he's going to dictate everything? And I mean, do you need to sell tickets, or do you want to well, win, or and, do you want to do you, you want to suck for like, a while? If LeBron was suiting up and putting butts in seats and and actually putting on a show for your fan base. Maybe he's worth it, but if he's gonna go from market to market and bloat the team and create your tier of trail of tears that you said, and then not even suit up, yeah, why? Yeah, like there's like, gonna why? be some stupid Wizards fans that are like, sign him, take whatever, like pay what pay whatever you gotta pay and get him over here, right? But like I don't want LeBron James in DC. No, thank you. No, no. 
Anyway, we could talk about LeBron later. I, I'm, I, I think I covered all my talking points for the show. Do you have anything else you want to get into? Anything no, interesting happening? No, nothing? Nothing? My life's a boring, boring life. Wow. I like it that way. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, okay. Could be worse, right? Yeah. I think. I am excited to actually go to some Nationals games, good or bad. It's a great place to meet women. It's also a great place to take your kids. I know you don't have any kids, but my, my kids enjoy going to the ballpark and getting a hot dog and yeah. ice cream all over themselves and whatever. And, no. you know, it'll, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm glad baseball's back. We had warm weather here in D.C. Like, that's a good thing. Like, hopefully this is the end of the, the second winter or the third winter or the fall, summer or whatever it was. Like, hopefully we're on the path here to warm weather. Um, okay. I mean, look, we'll see what happens. I, I think the, the lead story was the biggest one, obviously, if there was ever, like, the, the position we have maintained, I think, now for several weeks, if there was ever going to be an offseason where Dan Snyder has the team taken from him or is forced to sell, it's got to be this one. Like, if it doesn't it's happen the now. the closest it's ever been. Yeah. If they can't get it over the finish line now, it's never going to happen. Like, if he if he survives this also, is you know, it's it's game over. So Like, I, I need whatever editor-in-chief chief editor, whatever you're called at Washington Post, if you don't get through this offseason ousting Snyder, no more stories. Yeah, where's John Feinstein? Where's our guy Feinstein books? I'm going to tweet at him. Like, like this, uh, no, is the, yeah. this is the last great accomplishment we need from him, right, is to, to, to re- help <laughs> remove Dan Snyder. But anyway, FP, thanks for making time. Thank you as always. It's been, uh, it's been nice always to fire up the mics and get back into uh, the DTC way. Hopefully more of these coming in the, in the coming... Uh, in the coming days and weeks. Uh, for those that are celebrating Easter, upcoming here, happy Easter all around. My name is Joe. This show is called Defeating the Curse. We talk about DC sports through and through, plus a little bit of pop culture and other DC happenings because we're not idiots. And uh, occasionally we talk food as well, although it's been a while since we've done a, a food draft or anything interesting like that, uh, or interesting to us anyway. So maybe we'll bring back some of that uh, some of that shtick, as they call it in the industry. But, uh, yeah, my name is Joe. His name is FP on mic two. Thanks, FP, for making time. DTC, Defeating the Curse. You can find the show on all social media platforms. You can stream it on pretty much any podcasting platform uh, that's out there, whether it's Spotify, Apple, Google, um, Amazon. You can tell Alexa to play Defeating the Curse, and we'll pop right up, and you can hear us in your kitchen or in your shower or wherever you consume your podcasts. Thanks for hanging out with us. You can uh, tweet the show at Defeat the Curse. You can email us at defeat the curse um, or defeating the curse at gmail.com. Thank you for the contender to the contender network for continuing to hang with us and supporting our show as well. We appreciate it until next time we are out.